2: Well, in the words of our good friend Bailey Wynwood, I hope Timmy becomes like a prime Maldini in Palace signing for like £6 million and we have a 20% release clause. That, of course, relates to the news that has recently come out of the club within the last half an hour to 40 minutes that Pools can today confirm the departure of Timmy Odysena. Odessina leaves Pools to join League Two side Bradford City for an undisclosed fee After recent discussions between Odessina and the club, the defender identified that he no longer wanted to play for the club. Following extensive negotiations, reached an agreement with Bradford City for a significant fee in future royalties. The immediate proceeds um, will be reinvested into the budget to support manager Paul Hartley's 2022-23 campaign. First thing I'm going to pick out from the end of that little article there is that the money's going to be reinvested into the budget, which is really positive, uh, really good to see. I guess what, you know, the inevitable of talking about Timmy, he shows a lot of glimpses of what a fantastic player he can be and where, the level that he could get to. Um, You know, I, as I've tweeted on my personal account, I'm not going to go saying, oh, you know, he, he wasn't even that good, etc., etc., he had an incredible end to the season. You must, you, you can't argue with that. You know, he looked really good from January onwards. In my opinion, always prone to a mistake, though, and and that's one thing that kind of I'm not as fussed that he he's left. If I'm perfectly honest, Bradford are going on it like they've won the league. Um, you know, it's not the end of the world. We've got cover. We've got Neil Byrne. We've got you um, and Murray. There's other players um that can fill fill in that role and personally for me I don't think it's a bigger as big an issue as Moll's leaving, which we'll we'll touch on later. We're not gonna um discuss that right now because obviously this is the breaking news. Davo, how are you feeling after Timmy's left the club?
1: Well, I think I'm now relieved in the sense that this well, one of the worst kept secrets of the year is now finally out the bargain. We can now finally put that to one side and focus all our efforts now into what Paul Hartley and and what the assistant manager are doing now out in the Algarve. Um, I think you've summed it up pretty well, Timmy, Um, great young centre-back, good promising centre-back, assured glimpses this season uh, under Graeme Lee, I'll give him the credit there. Um, what he's all about, um, great pace, you know, Obviously, it goes without saying. I mean, in no disrespect to Timmy. Um, you know, great servant to the football club last season in our promotion campaign. and But we all know that he is capable of dropping a, a mistake once, maybe twice a game. But I'm not going to go about it much longer because, like I say, I'd rather put all this energy and effort into the, the upcoming season. Obviously, he goes on with everyone's best wishes and stuff like that. um." slightly frustrating to see him go to a team in the same division potentially would have liked to have seen him go to a league one team same with luke molyneux who we'll talk about a little bit later on but no i'm not going to say much more on that other than you know he goes with our best wishes to to bradford
2: yeah i think it's important there that it's easy when a player leaves the club that you you slag them off and and you say oh well he's like bambi on ice which he was at, at times you know um and you know he's prone to all these mistakes and and he was that's very correct but as you say he's dug us out a few holes with his pace and, and he, he had a fantastic season in, in the National League and it's been great to see him um, grow with the club he's come obviously on loan initially from Norwich and, and then we've got him back and I think he's had some absolutely fantastic games in the blue and white and um, you know as you say it's so important that we focus on what we're doing and what we've got it's not about what anyone else does really you can see all these clubs signing players like Stockport signing these big names yes that's a a threat of course it is but it's so important that we just continue to get behind Paul Hartley um Gordon Young and the rest of the rest of the boys and and you know look ahead to next season and we said we'd touch on it later, but it's best just to get it out of the way. Another departure last week, of course, nearly a week ago at the time of recording, was Luke Molyneux, who went on to sign for Doncaster Rovers. I'll just read his statement to start with. Um, so this is the tough part. After three and a half years at this fantastic club, I've came to the tough decision that I'll be leaving the club that's given me so many good memories. club that made the best day of my life possible in that playoff final. A club that took me in when I was released from Sunderland with nowhere else to go. Club that made me enjoy my football again and got me back to playing at my best. I will forever be grateful for what this club and you, the fans, have done for me with how close um, I became with all of you. You could feel a real bond between the players and the fans, which a lot of clubs do not have. I hope you can understand my decision to leave. As for me, it was not an easy one. I wanted to be able to get back. Um, get the club back into the league where it belongs, but I'm sure this club can now push on again as the sky's the limit. I want to wish the staff, players, fans and everyone involved in the club the best for the future. made some lifelong friends at this club and memories I'll never forget. Never say die, Luke Molyneux." Now, when I read that statement back again, there's a couple of things that stand out to me. He talks about how he's honoured to get the club back to where it belongs and he's sure that the club can now push on again as the sky's the limit. First thing I want to pull out, if the sky's the limit, why are you not committing your future to the club? Um, obviously, there's the whole talk about money, etc. But as I'm sure we'll touch on, he's gone to Doncaster, who are in the same league um, as ourselves. And for me, doesn't really make sense. And then, you know, I, I always struggle when I read these statements and they talk about how amazing the club is etc etc now that's all great and I you know I'm sure he does mean it, that he's thankful for what the club have um done for him in terms of you know giving him another chance and um, the fans have always been behind him he obviously had that chant and and along things along those lines but for me I'm just baffled to see why a player with such quality hasn't gone to League One instead of staying League Two. No disrespect to Doncaster, yes, they are a big club. They've come down from League One, but it just doesn't. For some reason, it doesn't sit right. And a few of the comments he made in the interview, I'm not going to dwell on it too much. But um, we obviously both watched that interview that he did for Doncaster, and in my opinion, he just seemed to talk a little bit down about the club, um, you know, which isn't the best way to leave. And um how will I will say to him though, for all the memories that he's given him us, he's been a fantastic player. We obviously gave him that chance. Um and if we hadn't done it, he could still be playing in the National League for all we know. But we have given him that chance. He he was willing to adapt, um, you know, and he scored some absolute bangers, giving us some absolutely incredible memories. Um this season well the last season gone sorry and yeah it's difficult to see him move on especially to a fellow league two club but this is what happens in football and we don't know the ins and outs Davo I'm sure you echo the whole thing about what he gave for the club but are you in the same position slightly baffled at at why he's chosen Doncaster
1: 100% um, when you're sat on your phone for all these weeks you know you're reading the tweets you know, and we have no insight into his or his agent's business, but when you're reading the tweets suggesting um, he could potentially be going to clubs like IE Portsmouth, Derby County, potentially even going up to Scotland to play hard, you think, well, I'm not being funny. It's, it's never good to see an asset leave your football club, especially someone like Luke Molyneux or people like that, but you don't mind because you, you can clearly see or you get the idea that that player showing ambition by climbing up the football pyramid so when I'm on my phone that day and it comes through the Doncas of time, you think, hmm, it is a little bit baffling in the sense because I thought the whole idea of you leaving was to show ambition in your football career type thing. Mm-hmm. But, like I say, I'm not going to dwell too much on it again. Um, he's been a great servant. You know, I've loved Molls. I've loved watching him this season. The goals he scored, you know, no post fan. needs reminding, Harrogate away, etc., etc., etc. The game's in the. The Papa John's trophy and he goes on with everybody's best wishes as so to speak, or at least for some of us anyway. Um but yeah, just it was baffling to see, but like I say, we focus now on, on our season ahead.
2: Yeah, it's so important that um that we focus on, as I said in the first section, what we can affect. Obviously Paul Hartley's been busy in the transfer market, um Kyle Leather in the first. Um, player to come through the door. He's delighted to be on board as a player, goalkeeper coach. Um, he can't he says he can't wait to get started. He's looking forward to meeting um all of us supporters. Paul Hartley obviously said he's someone that he knows well from his time at the, at Dundee. A good goalkeeper with good experience. So you know I'm not I'm not saying he's gonna challenge Killip, I don't I don't know a lot about him um, in all honesty. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way either um but you've got to trust Hartley um he's got someone in who's part of his backroom staff which is um you know always really important that and we've said this that a manager is able to bring in um his own backroom staff and then he brings in um Regan Tumulty another player from north of the border full back um that Hartley again knows really well 25 year old first outfield signing um, he started his career at Dundee in 2013 but made his first senior appearance with Ross County. He's been on loan at Falkirk, um, which is where he featured under Hartley. Um, and then he, he's been on loan at, at Dumbarton as well, um, but joined Raith Rovers in 2020, um, where he's made 85 appearances, scoring four goals, predominantly a right-back, can also operate on the right-hand side of midfield and will add options to Hartley's new-look squad. Regan added, delighted to sign for Hartlepool United. This is a great opportunity to play in the EFL and also work with Paul once again. When I was aware of the interest, there was only one club I wanted to sign for. I've seen videos and photos of how great these fans can be and I can't wait to get started. Paul Hartley commented, "Regan's someone I've worked with before. A great character, hungry for success, can play in multiple positions which gives us great options. He also works hard and we're looking forward to getting him involved with a busy few weeks of pre-season to come. That move is also subject to international clearance. I mean, Davo, I don't know what you think about those two signings, just to start with and break it up from me talking all the time. Not two players that I personally know a lot about, but, you know, as we always say, got to trust Paul Hartley with that one.
1: Well, again, I I mean, I don't want to, that's me being brutally honest. Um, Obviously, when Hartley was appointed and you knew his background in Scottish football, I think at least for me anyway i always had that overriding thing at the back of my head thinking well i'm going to expect signings from clubs that you know were probably not too familiar with, of going to for business um but honestly like you've said you've just got to trust hartley you've got to trust this process and you've got to trust the ideology in the project that he is undertaking at the moment and that's all I can possibly say on them two signings. I
2: think it's important as well before we, we do go on, you can always jump to criticise someone that's signing players from Scotland because the standard in people's opinions might not be as, as good as what um we're used to in terms of signing players perhaps from League 2 or whatever. But one thing I will emphasise is that as long as they have the work ethic and... The motivation to succeed, Hartley knows what they're capable of and there's no reason. It doesn't always mean because you assign the best players that you're going to do the best. You know, Forest Green, if you look at their squad, they obviously got promoted last season. There's not many names that stand out to me. The only name that really stands out off the top of my head is um, Jamil Matt, I think, was playing there. Um, But they obviously gelled really well. Um, You know, they had a lot of unity. They, they played... Using the manager's philosophy, and that's really important. Moving on to the twenty third of June, we also signed Niang, um, also known as Senna. Um, he's a Senegalese defend defensive midfielder. Actually, joins the club from park Thistle. Um, to bolster Pool's competitive midfield. I mean, before we go on that tackle that he did, um, <laughs> against Celtic. I've seen um, shared on Twitter was absolutely unbelievable and before anyone jumps to say oh it's because you like Rangers no it was honestly an unbelievable challenge an old school challenge and if we see stuff like that pulls have always been known as a team that aren't as aggressive as they could be and I think that could really give us an edge moving forward um, he, he added when he signed the deal, I'm delighted to sign for this great club, I've heard a lot about the fans and how passionate they are I'm here to work hard and be part of the great culture Paul's building here, again mentioned the culture which is so important um, with a squad. Uh, Paul Hartley adds that he's delighted to bring him into the club, someone we've seen a lot of up in Scotland which is always important. Um, He's a hard-working midfielder who gives us options in a few different positions. We're looking forward to working with Senna, head of the pre-season camp in Portugal. He is going to wear the number four shirt um, in the upcoming season. Now, one thing that we do know, one player that we do know a lot about is, of course, Joe Gray. One player that you could probably, well, almost certainly call a generational talent for the club. Um, The one-year... Triggered extension obviously took place earlier on this year and we're delighted that we can actually announce a three-year deal with the club for Joe Um, and that'll take him up till at least the end of 2025. He had a standout season in 21-22 and after breaking into the first team, he made 15 starts scoring key goals against Charlton, Rotherham and Blackpool which were vital in Poole's push for the cup silverware last season. Joe Gray's commented on a club website, I'm absolutely delighted to sign a new long-term contract with Pools. I'm looking forward to pushing on under Paul and Gordon and enjoying a successful season individually and as a team. When I met with the manager, I was really impressed with the vision and how he wants to take the club and players forward. We've got a good group of lads to push on and I'm excited for the new season to start. Hartley's obviously had a comment um, on this as well. We're all delighted to tie Joe down for another three years. We know the talent that he has at such a young age and he has a lot of potential to go further. There aren't many 18, 19-year-olds playing regular league football and scoring key goals in big games. We're looking forward to working with Joe over the next few years and continuing his development. Davo, you got to present him um, with his award at the end of last season. Just talk to us about Joe Gray.
1: I mean, that's humongous. I mean, it goes without saying that when you have a young individual talent in your ranks, you just have to do your best to keep them tied down at your club for as long as possible. I mean, it goes without saying as well that this football club in the past 10, 15, potentially 20 years, we've always had this good, good system of bringing through and nurturing good young players. It goes without saying Luke James, Anthony Sweeney and now young Joe who is already in his very young sorry very early days of his professional football career showing absolutely unbelievable moments and goes around his business like most experienced Mm. centre forwards nothing phases him and you know this is absolutely humongous and hopefully he can be a a long-term player and play a huge part in the the very very many years to come for this football club
2: yeah fingers crossed friday was obviously a massive day um, at the football club. Hats off to Alex Chandy. I thought his announcements were absolutely spot on. The way that he um, you know, continued reeling them out. My favourite one was when Lacey answered the phone um and then obviously announced the signing of Jake Hasty. But we'll go right back to the start. Defender Ewan Murray, we'd seen reports ourselves um on Twitter and in certain articles that um as soon as he'd had his um, Kilmarnock mutually, con- there was mutual uh, contract split up, however, there's probably better ways to phrase that, but um, by mutual agreement, let's say. um, He obviously joins us from Kilmarnock. A uh, product of the Motherwell Academy, Murray spent time north of the border with Arbroath, Clyde, Stenhousemuir, Wraith Rovers, Dunfermline, and most recently, Kilmarnock. In England, Murray has played for Baron Southport, and he's also featured for Western United in Solomon Islands. Murray's earned one cap for Scotland under-18s, playing 90 minutes as they won 4-1 against Serbia. Paul said he's delighted to bring Ewan in. He's got real leadership qualities which I think is really vital with Gary Liddle leaving the club. Um, He's been part of a title winning team and he's hungry for more success. We're excited to Work with him over this busy period. Ewan's added, delighted to sign for this great club. After speaking with the manager, there was only one destination for me. I see myself as a leader and I'm excited to meet all the boys and get started. Now, when I look at that, I wonder whether that's a potential captaincy for next season. You know, he's obviously gone to Kilmarnock. He's got them, um, won the title, been the captain. Could you see him potentially stepping in the shoes of Gary Little? And I know we don't really know a lot about him, but from what's being said, um, perhaps, perhaps that's that's an option for
1: Harley. Hundred percent. Obviously, when you you're coming down with already having experienced wearing the armband, and on top of that, you've had success in terms of winning titles. I mean, it's a no-brainer. He will probably be on the board of names for those arguing their cases for the captaincy. I know we've already got. Nicky Feverson, who wore it for the majority of last season, but I'd expect his name to be on Hartley's board.
2: Yeah, it's one of them that, you know, it's always important to have a number of leaders in a team, in my opinion. You've got Fez, you've got Byrne, who I think is definitely future captain of Pulse. You know, when he stepped into lead last season, he was absolutely fantastic. Then we've got Ewan Murray potentially, could be a candidate for captaincy. All of this will only help the younger lads in the team as well and um, you know as I, I said this when uh, we signed him perhaps it's it's kind of a replacement for little Um so I'm looking forward very much so to seeing what he can offer in the blue and white we are getting near to the end of the latest recruits following um, Murray was Alex Lacey the first Englishman we signed um, this summer He's recently left National League side, Notts County. I've seen Tom Crawford tweeted he's an absolute baller as well, so fingers crossed Crawford's nose. Um, The 29-year-old centre-back, another centre-half coming into the club, started his career at Luton Town, playing for the Hatters and spending time out on loan at Cambridge City thurrock eastbourne Berra, and easley after leaving kenilworth road lacey joined yeovil town in 2015 before spending two years with gillingham he joined not County in november 2019 and became part of the hard to beat bat line that kept seven clean sheets in 12 games the fine form saw them reach the promotion final despite lacy playing 90 minutes in that the magpies lost 3-1 to harrogate Hartley's commented once again, he's delighted to bring Alex in, someone who can bring us composure, a good leader, can help us to build the play out. He's got real quality on the ball and will be a good asset to us. Lacey's added, I'm excited to get started at Arley Pool. I spoke to the manager about the way he wants to play and the culture yet again being mentioned there. Um, it was a straightforward decision for me after that. I've played here before, so I know how great these fans are. Can't wait to pull on the blue and white. Then the final and... Probably one of the favourite signings for obvious reasons um, is, of course, Jake Hasty joining us from Glasgow Rangers. Hartlepool United are delighted to announce the signing of Jake Hasty following the forward's departure from Europa League finalists, Rangers. The 23-year-old has spent time at Rotherham, Motherwell, Park Thistle, Linfield and he'll now don the blue and white stripes under Paul Hartley. Capable of playing on either wing and in attacking midfield, Hasty scored six goals in 19 appearances for Motherwell prior to joining Rangers and bagged three times on loan at Rotherham in the 1920 season. Paul Hartley added, "Delighted to get Jake in. Someone I've seen a lot of. He needs a change of scenery. Still a young lad who needs a home and somewhere where someone can believe him, in him. Um, he's got real pace." very good in one-on-one situations and it will bring a lot of excitement. Jake's added this is an exciting move for me. I'm ready to push on and help the team the best way I can. I've seen a lot of videos and pictures of the fans and I can see they create an unbelievable atmosphere. I can't wait to get started. Now this is someone who I am really excited um to see join the club. Someone who obviously hasn't played for Rangers since 2019 when he featured in Europa League qualifiers but Someone, as Hartley's alluded to there, that just needs that belief. Someone to have belief in him. Uh, you know, regular football. I, I genuinely believe he, he can be a replacement for Moulds. Someone who will add a lot. Um, I think we'll see him chip in with goals, assists. Um, I have. A, I'm not going to admit and and say that I've seen him play an awful lot. I've seen different bits, um, bits of him and spoken to different people who I know from, um. Rangers and um one of my friends from who was involved at Linfield said that you know he he is a he's a capable player he just needs uh, people to believe in him and, and that confidence to get back and he's obviously proven himself in the first place to get signed by Stevie G at Rangers so hopeful that he can hit the ground running hopeful that he can chip in with goals and assists and hopefully we'll see the best of him Davo have you got anything to add on that signing? Uh,
1: unlike you, I can't. Um... Other than from what I've heard from people in text messages, people I've spoke to, obviously in in Hartlepool, this is a young lad who comes with great pedigree, a great talent, I've heard great things and like you've you've said, he he possesses those similar attributes to Luke Molyneux and hopefully um, we see him become the next Luke Molyneux, if that makes sense.
2: Yeah I get what you're saying not so much as in terms of like you know we're expecting him to be exactly like him and, and do exactly the things that Moles does but in terms of being able to get at his man cut in, uh, capable of an unbelievable finish and bringing the team into play and using his pace for that I think it's probably what you're trying to get at 100% So that concludes looking back on the signings that we've made I'm sure there's many more to come Um, you know Paul Hartley is building his squad. There was a lot of things mentioned there about the culture, um, which is very, very important. We've heard Stephen Hobin talk about that. We've heard lots of people discuss how important it is to get that positive um, atmosphere around around the club, the club that we can believe in. What we're doing, we have direction. So yeah, you know, I'm I'm excited by the signings. I'm not gonna go and say that I know loads about every single one of them, but I trust Paul Hartley, I'm sure you do Davo, and the fan base um, really need to just get behind him. And I'm really capable that if we focus on what we can do and we can build that good culture and good dynamic between the team, it doesn't have to be all these marquee signings. Obviously we like to see him, but it's important that we just give them time to gel and to learn each other's games. And fingers crossed we see positive things and see us pushing on forward. So the final section of this episode, we're just going to take a look at the fixtures that came out last week, last Thursday. Obviously, excitement always builds um, when the fixtures are released. I'm just quickly going to talk you through some key dates. So first game of the season happens to be away from home. 30th of July pulls kickoff at Walsall, 3pm kickoff. First home game of the season, sixth of August, uh, AFC Wimbledon again. Suit Direct Stadium, three pm kickoff. We had the Carabao Cup, and that draw came out Blackburn Rovers away. Um, expect was well, week commencing the eighth of August. Absolutely fantastic draw. We don't normally get um a big tie in the cup. Davano, I know you've said about um the fact that you know we're probably not going to win the Carabao Cup, so it's fantastic to get. Such a big tie, what were your reactions to that draw? Oh, over the moon,
1: like like you said, and as most ponies will probably know over the years, that we're never on the receiving end of these draws, we, we, we never get the, the exciting ties, it's always trips down to the other end of the country and back, so like you said, we're not going to win the Carabao Cup, so we may as well enjoy it, and if we're going to enjoy it, we may as well get one of the biggest ties possible, so unbelievable tie and it's going to be a, a great night, and hopefully there's plenty of polies who can make the trip down to Lancashire.
2: Well, exactly. Hopefully we'll be able to take huge numbers there. Um and it it'll be a great night. I mean, it'd be fantastic to win. We're not gonna turn that down, are we? But you know, to get to get a brilliant um draw like that adds to the excitement for the for the coming season. So I'll just continue here. We've got um Boxing Day away at Rochdale, pretty local one, which is, is brilliant. Um I'm sure we'll take plenty of fans down there. Looking forward to that. January we start um, 2023 at home to Harrogate Town on New Year's Day. Then, of course, and I can see you doing the big fist pump there, Davo. I mean, whoever's working on these fixtures, I'm telling you, if it's not done by a computer, definitely done this on purpose. Final away game of the season and, of course, the final game of the season. What better way it would be to sneak into the playoffs or something along those lines stockport county away whether is still there by then nobody knows but you can guarantee one thing hufc fans will be there in numbers and that is going to be absolute carnage davo any any thoughts
1: uh, i'm still pretty speechless even now um like you've said it's going to be an unbelievable day a couple of thousand pulleys, I'm sure, will be descending down on, on Wedgley Park. I mean, one thing for sure is the fancy dress theme is going to be one for a particular character. Yeah. I mean, I'm not implying it's going to be anything...
2: Well, it's not going to be anything else, let's be honest. I mean, before we do carry on along that those lines of that conversation, I personally um, don't really have a, a massive issue with DC. Um, I'm not going to go into the politics, I'm not going to go into the conversation about it, because we have done that when he left and we've, we've moved a lot further forward. But as you say, the fancy dress could be extremely uh, interesting, to say the least. And uh, I'm pretty sure you echo the sentiments on DC there as well. Uh, it'll be interesting to see his reaction, well, the reaction, that, well, both of them, his reaction to being back at the Vic. Um, obviously, we're playing them on the 3rd of December, Um and then, obviously, the fans, Pulse fans' reaction. Um, I'm sure it's going to be a spicy one, to say the least. Um, And also, we had the Papa John's Trophy. Fingers crossed it's another big year uh, for posing that trophy. I know we don't really... Well, at the start of it, we weren't really bothered. And, and then, as time went on, well, naturally, as you do when you're getting closer to a trip to Wembley, you pay more attention. And we had such a fantastic run. Pulls are being placed in pretty much the same group once again. Uh, We've got Harrogate, we've got Morecambe um, and then Everton, Everton under 21. So the only change to the group last year there is actually um, Harrogate. So it'll be interesting to see. I'd like to think we'll come out of that group once again. Um, But that was obviously all the fixtures um, that were released. Now, if I could ask you for the fixtures that you're looking forward to most, I mean, Let's go with your top three fixtures that, that stand out to you.
1: Including home games or are you just aiming that yeah, away home, games? Yeah, home or away,
2: whatever. I mean, you can include the cup game as well against Blackburn if that's one of yours.
1: I think, personally, I think Stockport at home, purely because of the fact that it would be DC's first um, return to the suit directions leaving. still there, yeah. Assuming he's still there, like I say, you never know what football brings these days. So, sockport at home. How going you say sockport away. Well, of course, yeah. So, I, I, I'm certainly going to say the two of the sockport fixtures, and I'm going to say Wimbledon away. It's a new ground and a trip to London, so hopefully, a nice weekend to go with it.
2: Well, that's interesting, and it's quite good that you've actually got a little bit different. Um, to what you perhaps would do, um. Obviously, the Stockport ones were were obvious ones. I think Stockport away is the game I'm most looking forward to. Then for me, Carlisle, whether that's home or away, I'm I'm not too sure which I prefer the most because I do like the fact that when we're at home, it is very intimidating. Um, obviously August last last year we beat them at home and the atmosphere there was absolutely incredible. Um. So, obviously, we'll say either of the Carlisle games, home or away. Then the final one, it's a difficult one. I'm going to go with Grimsby. I've never been at Grimsby with pearls. Um, I've never been at Grimsby, and that's probably a good thing. But, um, you know, Grimsby away, I think. So, for me, it's got to be Stockport away, Grimsby away, and then either Carlisle, home or away. I can't quite decide. But, you know what, that that Carlisle one perhaps that's a bit of a stereotypical one I'm looking forward to Blackburn away we'll change that in for Carlisle I just think I'll, I've played at Ewood Park before but to be there as a supporter supporting a club that I support um it'll be absolutely incredible obviously it'll be a big night and, and fingers crossed pools can get that over the line um you know if they don't then it's a free hit isn't it it's a big big away day for us so we'll look forward to that and that concludes this episode. We never like to disappoint at HFC chat. We try to give you the news as quick as possible. Obviously, the signings and stuff came, came in um, last week. And with pools in Portugal now, we thought it'd be a good time to just pull together a little episode. I will just plug as well that if you haven't listened to um, Stephen Hoban's interview with Rob Law, it was absolutely unbelievable. 26 minutes um, speaking to Uh, Steven about his plans, how he wants to make the club even more professional, take the club forward um, and build this culture. Yet again, that word being banded about. So if you do have opportunity and time to listen to that, then I would fully recommend. And the final bit of news, exciting bit of news that we've announced um, today, you'll be able to see it on the Twitter page and the Facebook page, is that... We are now um, offering a sponsorship package. If anyone who listens to this is involved in a business, however large, small your business is, it would be great to speak to you about potentially sponsoring the podcast. We do have three different tiers um, that we've pulled together. We've got a gold tier, we've got a, um, a silver tier and a bronze tier. I think it would be a brilliant opportunity for any business that wants to partner with us we've got massive reach on Twitter I, I can't quite remember I think we had just short of 15,000 profile visits in June and then I think it was over oh, I think it was 229,000 tweet impressions um in June so I think that just shows the reach. You'd get featured in this podcast. We'd um advertise your business in this, and and we'd also um put you across our our social media pages as well. So if that is something that interests you as you're listening, I don't want to make this into a business end to the podcast, but please do get in touch with us. Whether that's um on Twitter, Facebook, um you know whichever whichever way is um best for you to get in touch with us and discuss that we have got a, a small document pulled together which we can give you more information but anyway that's enough of the commercial side we're not a commercial podcast that's not what we're about but an exciting opportunity that any uh, local business or or any business of a Pulse fan and um, that may be interested can get involved in but without further ado as ever keep the faith back the boys never say die and we will see you in the next episode